Welcome to JAG Talk, a podcast series featuring Navy JAG community experts. Listen to in-depth discussions about different legal fields and hear insights and lessons learned from practitioners across our enterprise. Chapter 14, the Command Duty Officer Program at Rilso Midland. Lieutenant Commander Denise Romeo, and I'm the Professional Development Officer at Rolso Midland. I'm here with Commander Mark Bruin, who is the XO of Rolso Midland. Uh, before we recorded this podcast, we polled the crowd here, all of the JOs um, at Rolso Midland, and asked, you know, what do you want to hear from the Rolso Midland XO uh, on a podcast? And there was an overwhelming response on topics that they wanted to hear about. But we think the, the most important one, um, we, we called a day in the life of the Rolso XO, and thinking about that, it's a really broad topic. Uh, so we wanted to bring that down to something a little bit more narrow and something that is really important to the EXO here, and that is our CDO program. So I'm going to turn it over to uh, Commander Bruin here to talk a little bit about the Rosso Midland CDO program. We think we have the most robust one uh, uh, amongst all the Rosos, and he's here to talk about it today. So uh, Commander Bruin, the floor is yours. Can you tell us a little bit about the CDO program? Sure. Uh- Thank you for having me. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, talk a little bit about the, the CDO program because I, I believe it is unique uh, to Real Submitland. I don't think uh, anyone else uh, across NILSC at least is employing uh, the model that we're using. So to begin with, when I reported here approximately two years ago, uh, I was uh, trying to exercise due diligence and learn a little bit about, uh, uh, about the command. I was reviewing uh, the Simeo, old Simeo surveys, Article 6, and something that I that kept popping out uh, to me was the interest of the uh, junior officers for leadership opportunities. It was, it was not necessarily a complaint, but it was something that they were uh, uh, comments that I, that I was reading repeatedly. And you know, and I think when you look at a real show, it, it doesn't matter where it is. That just generally we're fat with lieutenants here. We have just for first order lieutenants, uh, we have approximately 25. You know, on deck here, and the uh, the enlisted personnel uh, is uh, while a little bit greater. Uh, they're not set up as uh, division officers. They're they're here to uh, assign to various departments during their first four rotations. So, um, the other thing that had happened shortly after I reported here was we had a personnel change up, in that the leadership for what we call our security department, which is really our quarter deck watch and it also comprises sailors that perform courthouse security duties, had left, had been removed, and I had a vacancy uh, in the leadership position for that department. So rather than uh, find a a permanent uh, person to be the security department uh, head, I came up with the idea of creating a, a CDO program in which a first door judge advocate would serve one week uh, rotation and would really have uh, operational control over our security department as the command duty officer. And then what did you base this model off of? Was this uh, past experience or how did you come up with this idea? Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was primarily based upon my experience as judge on board USS Nimitz. Uh, there I qualified as uh, you know, import command duty officer. Uh, it was an experience that absolutely has, has shaped me to some uh, in, in many in many aspects, uh, it was a tremendous leadership opportunity and uh, a chance for me to grow. Now, 
obviously you can't recreate that uh, uh, that experience here at Wilson Midland, but that was the idea. That was the idea that drove um, how uh, the CEO program would function. And then how did you design, um, uh, taking that into account, that it's not on a ship? Um, how did you, just uh, how do you define the program here then? What does it consist of as a CDO? Yeah, so, so previously the CDOs were uh, really just carrying a, the duty phone. That's all they did was, uh, you know, at night they might get a phone call. Uh, no tasking at all during the day. So that completely has been changed. And uh, they are on duty during the day. It's their primary duty from the week, from Monday through Sunday until they turn over with the next CDO the following Monday morning. Uh, they are responsible uh, for the operations of the uh, security departments, uh, courthouse security. Uh, they're also responsible for any additional taskers that uh, I, as the XO, assign them. So that, that could be, for example, we might have a, a distinguished visitor coming. Uh, so that CDO is going to be the lead for me uh, on making sure that I've got everything set up to, uh, uh, to receive that individual or individuals into the building. They deal a lot um, also with the, the courtroom and, and courthouse security. Yes, yeah, so the, 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 uh, so our security department is, consists of, at any given time, it's mostly uh, fleet sailors, so at any given time it's roughly 12, 12 plus sailors. There's two, uh, two section watch down there on the quarter deck. We also have an ECP out of legal assistance. And then if it's a medium risk or higher uh, uh, court martial going on upstairs on the third deck, uh, we have additional security protocols that we have to employ. So the CDO will, will be in charge of that uh, during that given week. Uh, and, and so they are leading, uh, at a minimum, they're leading a small department of 12 enlisted sailors that has one LPO, uh, E6, uh, and then a various number of E, you know, between E3 and e, E5s uh, that they're responsible for. And what's their level of interaction, um, say, on a, on a daily basis with the, the junior sailors in the security department? So they, they are they are the so if there's an issue on the quarter deck or an issue in the security department or with the, the way the sailors are, are performing down on our quarter deck, the CDO is the person I'm I'm coming to. They're the ones that are gonna be answering uh, the questions on, on what's going on and why and what are you doing to to uh, to deal with that problem. And now have you um, do you have any lessons learned or any stories that you can share with us or maybe a hard lesson learned from any of the CDOs? Yeah, sure. So the you know, I first I think the program, you know, is, is really a, a great opportunity for a young officer to to sort of get a taste, a flavor of uh, being responsible for for sailors and the myriad of issues that can come along with them. And we have those uh, in this small department uh, security. We have people who uh, don't show up to work on time. We have people who have maybe a bad attitude that day or are just not performing their duties correctly. And SCDO is responsible for, for fixing them. Um, they're having a couple funny instances, uh, which uh, the CEOs have learned the hard way. Uh, we had a distinguished visitor come, uh, I was coming to the building, I had, I had tasked the CEO with uh, signing uh, to facilities department to put a sign out in front of the building for the uh, commanding officer of the installation so that he and his driver would know where to park. Uh, the CEO fortunately did not closely supervise how that sign was drafted and, and written. Uh, to a, it uh, was written commander officer and, uh, of the installation, which uh, I discovered after the fact, and uh, the CDO was certainly embarrassed and a hard lesson learned for, for, uh, uh, for that person. There's also literal uh, emergencies in the building. You know, so we had a sink fall off, it's an old building, we had a sink fall off uh, in the bathroom right outside the quarter deck, and we, we had a flood. 
We had a flood. That quarterdeck was flooded about an inch of water, and SCDO had to spring into action. He was using the, he was using the security staff and facilities sailors uh, and sort of directing them on how to try to stave the, uh, the, the flow of water. Uh, they came up with a creative solution of using a vacuum hose to attach into the, the end of the pipe that was spouting the water and running it out of the window. Uh, and it was a creative solution that saved really uh, extensive damage that could have happened uh, down on quarterdeck. So, so you never know what's going to happen on a day in and day out basis. Um, and uh, I think it's I think it's a worthy program. Now, besides the uh, the floods and the the issues with the spelling and the DVs, um, the the CDO really does get an opportunity to um, brief the CO and to do and to, and to take on some big responsibilities. Um, as, a, as a pretty junior judge advocate. Can you talk a little bit about um, how that works out when they do the turnover on Monday? Yeah, so, that, so, so uh, we have a law education program officers here uh, who uh, many of them have come, or surface worker officers who have previous experience of standing watches on board ships. And so my senior watch officer right now is a, is a senior uh, former SWO uh, who is tasked with uh, training uh, the CEOs. But uh, they, uh, they are prepared on how to to uh, conduct a turnover and also to present a brief to me. So I'm meeting with them every morning and every evening before I leave. And then every Monday when they do their turnover, they are uh, the offgoing and oncoming CDO uh, brief the commanding officer. And really what, what we're trying to do there is I want to I always try to ask questions. Uh, like how is this going to work? What about this? What about that? And, and uh, the goal there is we want the officer thinking uh, two, three, four steps ahead uh, in their planning and preparation. But why? Why do you want them thinking ahead like that? What is the purpose of this program? So to give them, uh, one, is to give them leadership, leadership opportunities, but also to prepare them when they go out into the fleet uh, and they are, as a judge advocate, standing at the desk potentially of their client, commanding officer or commander, uh, and that they are, when they, before they walk into that office, they are prepared to address and are expecting any questions from that client, and they're ready to answer those questions. Uh, and that's the goal, really, of, of us trying to, you know, when I'm asking, asking the questions. And, uh, we do our best to, to, to make it as challenging as possible. What would you say to, uh, to the uh, new, FTJ, new FTJs that are coming in who hear about the CDO program and, and just sigh at the thought of all the extra responsibilities they, they have in addition to their job? What would you say to that? Yeah, so, so what I would say is definitely, you know, don't, don't sigh. Be, be, be excited about it because it's – and view it as a great opportunity to learn. Um, we uh, – you get visibility from the XO and from the CO uh, and other, other senior officers within the command that normally you would not see. Um, and uh, it goes a long way, and people pay attention to what you're doing. And so be committed to it, own it, and, uh, and learn from your mistakes because you're going to make some. Yes, sir. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Uh, just before you uh, depart for your new role as the Deputy SJA at Transcom, we hope to chat with you again about your, uh, your role there. All right. Thank you. You have been listening to JAG Talk, a podcast series featuring Navy JAG community experts. Visit jag.navy.mil for additional chapters of this podcast series. Thank you for tuning in.